0: Tony, this week's show is called Inflation Nation. What do you think of that?
1: Well, it sounds like an MTV reality show, Inflation Nation. But uh, I think if we're talking some more about what's going on out there in the economy, I'm all for it. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now here is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley.
0: Hello everyone. This is Jeff Foley with Paladin Financial and thank you for listening in to this week's episode of Paladin Financial Talk. We're going to continue a discussion we had a couple weeks ago where we're going to talk about inflation. The old uh, Federal Reserve spoke this week and talked about what's going on with uh, inflation and interest rates and what we might see coming down the the path in the future. But uh, before we jump into the show, we want to welcome Mr. Tony Shore. Uh, Tony welcome back you had a family vacation I understand recently
1: yeah yeah it was funny because uh, uh, we hadn't had a a family vacation with all five of us in a long time many years and we went to Colorado stayed out in the Rockies uh, had a friend let us use their uh, beautiful Airbnb cabin up in the mountains it was just gorgeous so that
0: was refreshing and uh, back at it from that glad to be back with you this week on the show. Excellent. Yes. Glad to be here. We're, we're excited about it and, and, uh, yeah, some good stuff to talk about. We, I mentioned we talked about inflation a few weeks ago, but since then it's, we are getting the question a lot from folks that we meet with and the federal reserve again met earlier this week and spoke to the public about what they see coming in the, in the future. So we thought we'd revisit this and just talk about it from a different angle. Um, but their conclusion was that the Fed does not plan on raising interest rates at this point, but they're not ruling that out in the future. So it's expected interest rates may not increase this year, but don't be surprised if they do over the next couple of years. And, uh, they kind of had a, uh, meeting of the minds, if you will, and, and uh, talked through that. So we're going to step back a little bit first and talk about what exactly is inflation. Just kind of a quick primer on that again. Sure. And like we talked about last time is simply that's high, high inflation occurs when prices for goods and services don't rise at a normal and manageable level, but they really lurch forward quickly. You're going to have a little bit of normal inflation over time. It can be a good thing, but if it gets too out of hand, that causes a number of, of issues. So for example, the Federal Reserve, often called the, the Fed, they usually target inflation around 2%. And for this year, we're expecting inflation might be overall in the 4% to 5% range, and long term, that type of rate would not be a good thing but a little bit of it increasing over time isn't necessarily bad. So the term that's being floated around here recently is what's called transitory inflation, and that's simply meaning temporary. So if you think about it, we've had the pandemic that the whole world is crawling out of its cave and, and dealing and coming back to normal normalcy here recently. And with that, there's pent up demand for a lot of different things that are driving prices higher, particularly in different pockets of areas. So the Fed is suggesting, um, because we know that kind of thing is going to happen, if you have a global pandemic like that, they're not too worried about it, and they're willing to let inflation continue a little bit to help the economy recover. So we have high demand for different things as we're talking about. What they don't wanna do is increase interest rates in order to combat inflation, and as a, a side effect of that, slow the economy down from recovering from what we've been through. So if you think about the workforce, a lot of people over the last year, almost year and a half now have had to change jobs, change careers. You know, there's going to take some, take some time to get back into work and employers feel comfortable with hiring certain, for certain roles, people retraining. You have the issue we talked about uh, sometime in the last couple of shows where you have the, the government uh, stimulus checks and unemployment, oh, yeah. and that's creating issues. We were just, we were at a birthday dinner here this week, actually, and uh, the restaurant, huge restaurant, beautiful, it's called Crave here locally, and the rooftop of it was packed, but the downstairs, we were the, pretty much the only party there, and uh, I don't know, there's 20 of us or so, but uh, one of the people in our group asked the, the person that was serving us why isn't there anyone down here and he said we can't open it up because we don't have staff to service people yep so it's yeah, uh
1: the, actually the chipotle and the um jimmy johns near where i live uh not where i work but where i live uh some days they're just closed because yeah. they don't have enough staff to they
0: have to have x amount of staff to even open yeah and they don't they don't have them yeah It's crazy. Twice unrelated people, two different conversations that I had with uh, people over this past week mentioned shipping, how there aren't enough longshoremen and different people to unload boats and put the empty, you know canisters back on the ship so it can go to its next destination. So there's there's ships that are backing up because of a result of this. So it's going to take some time for these log jams to work themselves out. But in the meantime, that spikes demand for certain things that you can't get because the, the barge isn't open, so to speak. And that
1: causes inflation. It causes it, prices exactly. to go up is what yeah. you're saying. And and in the $6 trillion of stimulus money they've pumped into the economy over the last year and a half that has, that has to cause inflation too. When you're pumping all this money into the
0: economy, yep. uh, that drives prices up as well. I would assume it does. Yeah. You know, Bloomberg, there's a Bloomberg commodity index. We'll talk about commodities here in a little bit as well, but you know, year to date that index is up f- almost 47% for commodities and that's so there are pockets of areas that we're seeing significant increase in prices but most people aren't expecting that to be the norm things will will die down over time but it does have an impact if you're trying to buy a car and there aren't chips for it or whatever it might be So a lot of inflation, high inflation like we had in the 80s, that's not a good thing. If you think about if you're a business owner and you're trying to grow your business and you have no idea what things are going to cost you over the next three months, six months, a year, it's hard to plan anything. And if you're trying to expand, do I open up another uh, location or for manufacturers, do we open up enough, another manufacturing plant? If you don't know what things are going to cost you in the future, it makes it hard to plan ahead for that. So a little bit of inflation is okay. Another example with that too, is if you think about if you're, if our economy had one worker and that one worker had a family and each year that worker, they want to continue to grow and have, have their income increase and so forth. you'd you'd want that person to ideally receive a little bit of increase over time uh, so that they feel like they're they're winning, if you will. Well, that's a little bit is okay, but if they're wanting an 8%, a 10% raise each year, that is not necessarily feasible. So something to think about there. Now, the opposite of inflation is deflation. That's when you have a general decline in the price level of different things that we buy or services. And usually that's associated with a contraction, a reduction in the supply of money and the supply of credit. But prices can also fall due to increased productivity. If it doesn't take fourteen people to, you know, build a car or whatever, it takes only three because of technology then the prices will, will come down over time. So there's a, a number of things to, to think about as part of that, whether the economy, the price level, the money supply are deflating or inflating changes the appeal of different investments that we'll come back and talk about here in a moment. So if you compare the two a little bit of inflation versus deflation, generally most economists would agree we'd rather see some inflation than deflation You can imagine mm. your house coming down in value each yeah. year. That's true.
1: Nobody wants that. Although from a physical standpoint, I'm hoping for deflation. That's why I'm on a diet. But (laughs) financially, financially, I can see where inflation might be a little better than deflation. I didn't
0: specify in the beginning, did I? (laughs) (laughs) Um, There's uh, there's also this thing called stagflation, which is a really fun word to say that uh, stagflation. We'll we'll say that. that That's
1: not a word. You're thinking of stagnation.
0: Oh yeah, no, no, no. It's yeah. Stagflation is a thing, but we'll, we'll kick that can down the the road. Another conversation, but, <laughs> okay. uh, but why do you want to care about inflation? And there, if you look at the relationship between inflation and rising interest rates and how that can impact various things in general, as interest rates come down, more people are able to borrow more money. And the result is that consumers have more money to spend and that can cause the economy to grow and Mm. inflation to increase. The opposite holds true for rising interest rates. So we wanna be aware of that as we prepare for retirement and what do I actually do about that? So from an an investment perspective or retirement planning perspective, the first thing is you wanna have a good long-term plan and like anything, you're not making quick timing judgments on what's going on in the world around you some people do that and they're okay with living with big swings and things. That's not how we approach things. We want to be aware of what's going on in the world around us, but we're not trying to do- drive the car, if you will, by looking six feet off of the hood of the car, we're going to be jerking back and forth. And that's that's no fun.
1: That's true. That's a, I like that analogy. And I just want to say right here, so you're answering the question I'm, I'm sure a lot of our listeners are asking, well, okay, that's inflation. This is what's happening, but what can I do about inflation? So you're mm-hmm.
0: saying, the number one thing to do is have a good long-term plan, right? Correct. Correct. And that's where, again, we encourage you to give us a call. That's something that we can help you with to make sure that you have a good plan in place and you're you're thinking through not only inflation, but uh, a lot of other things that, that you need to be aware of um, as you prepare for retirement. But that's number one is have a good plan. We talked about commodities a little bit ago. Typically, when you have inflationary situations, commodities are a thing that a lot of investors turn to. But as I just talked there a moment ago, commodities are up quite a bit right now. Year-to-date, that Bloomberg Commodity Index up almost 47%. If you look at uh, lumber prices, year-to-date, they're up 79%. 79% and they're almost double from what they were a year ago. Uh, copper is another big one is up 29% year to date. So do you want to buy into something that's up 79% for the year? May, may not. So if in that inflation continues, we might be at the, the, the lower end of lumber prices if that inflation continues over time. But most economists in the fed, as they commented this week, aren't expecting this inflation to be out of control and, and, a you know, train flying down the track. So, um, commodities may not necessarily be the, the best idea. Another common investment tool that can be used in an inflationary environment are what are called tips. And those are treasury inflected, uh, tr- excuse me, t- inflation protected security. So, and the idea with those is it provides you protection against rising interest rates, but it's not out there to, to try to help you to grow your, your money. Um, so those are, are a tool. And if we look at where interest rates are right now and how tips are, what what type of returns those are, are yielding. It it isn't pretty right now. Um, Buying gold is another uh, option and that's down this year. Historically gold does well in inflationary periods, but normal times uh, it doesn't do near as well as stocks and there's no income that's coming off of gold. So, that's something to be aware as well. And the value of gold, another thing that's become a lot more important here over the last couple of years is Bitcoin and things like that have become more popular. The value of gold is driven by large part, people believing it to be valuable. And if that idea, that concept, which is a big part of our society, if that declines because of things like Bitcoin that can threaten the value of gold so that's something to to be aware of as well. We had to work we had to work uh bitcoin into this.
1: Well, <laughs> you had to. You had to find a way uh to use the uh, work bitcoin in. I love it. Well, yeah, and you you want to make sure and again, even inflation and that plan and strategy ties into risk and your own risk tolerance. And how much risk are you taking while inflation is happening? So
0: it all ties together, every part of the plan, doesn't it? It does. It does. And I had to correct myself. I was tongue-twisted tips there a moment ago. So tips... Uh, tips are treasury inflation protected securities. I can't get that out. So, uh, ah, t- tips okay. playing pretty low rates right now. Um, I just other- assumed rib tips. You were talking oh, about rib sounds tips, lovely. Which, are, which are delicious. <laughs> they are. Yeah. Um, the last thing I mentioned to the investment options that might work is looking at from a bond perspective, bonds, if you have bonds in a rising interest rate environment, you want to have what's called a shorter duration. The duration is a measure of the interest rate risk of the bond. So if you bought one bond and it was a 10-year bond and interest rates increase and you compare the impact of the price uh, change in that bond versus if you bought a three-year bond, the 10-year bond is going to be more negatively impact the price is going to go down more for every 1% increase in interest rates than a three-year bond would. So bonds are an option to help, but interest rates are so low right now. And as they increase, bonds go down in value. So those are some things to be aware of, but high level. Again, we can help you folks in, in working through these things and making sure that your retirement plan is keeping inflation on the radar but we're not hitting the panic button with things encourage you to give us a call and come in have us uh, sit down with us either through zoom or face to face in our office and get that complimentary second opinion on your retirement plan and see what if anything you should do differently now to prepare for retirement over time so encourage you give us a call our phone number is 651-842-8406 or you can visit us at financialpaladin.com.
1: All right. Thanks, Jeff. Great show uh, about inflation and what you need to do to deal with inflation, having a plan, a good show today. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Paladin Financial Talk with our host, Jeff Foley. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk.